Before I get to my next guest, Russ Holden, I want to remind you about a couple of more of our friends, starting with the folks over at Two Under. Two Under Men's Performance Briefs have just released their new Spring and Summer 22 collections with fun, new, and exciting prints like the Freedom 2 and 3, Santa Fe, Tigers, Zebras, and Duckies. And their new exclusive Folds of Honor collection, where they donate 20% of all Folds of Honor sales proceeds to that cause. The patented Joey Pouch technology delivers maximum comfort, fit, and performance while preventing any unwanted skin-on-skin contact or chafing. Good for anything from the golf course, to the boardroom, to the bedroom. You can find these two underperformance briefs in over 4,000 golf pro shops nationwide, all Shield Sports stores, all PGA Tour superstores, Golf Galaxy, Dillard's, and other fine retailers near you. You can also order them online at twounder.com. That's the number two, U-N-D-R.com. Two Under, performance in your pants. Use code NEXT20, that's N-X-T-T-E-E-20, for a 20% discount on the Two Under website. I also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Golf Ride. We deal with a lot on the golf course, whether you're teeing off in front of a crowd, hitting a four iron after a rain delay, trying to figure out wind direction, or second guessing club selection. It's easy for your mind to race. That's exactly what drove Golf Pride to create the all new CPX. It's made with a unique EXO diamond quilted pattern, reducing vibration in your hands on every shot. The EX Diamond Quilted Pattern really helps your hands sink into the club on every shot, giving you maximum comfort because when your hands are comfortable, you're comfortable. CPX is available now on GolfPride.com or at your local retailer. Now back in making his eighth appearance with me here on Next on the Tee is former tour caddy Russ Holden. You've heard me talking for years about the wonderful work that Russ does with his organization, Caddy for a Cure which helps provide not only opportunities for wounded veterans to be the caddy for a day for some of the top players out on the PGA Tour, but also gifts of life-changing things to some of those veterans as well. Russ is also a Class A PGA professional, and he was the head golf pro at Woodfield Country Club in Boca Raton, Florida. That's where he met Bernard Longer and caddied for him from 1991 to 2006. Russ also served as caddy captain for the 2004 European Ryder Cup team. Going back to his college days, he played college golf at Malone University, and he was an NAIA All-American in 1980. He was named All-Mid-Ohio Conference in 80 and 81. He was the Mid-Ohio Conference MVP in 1981 as well. He was inducted into the Malone University Hall of Fame in 1994. And like I say, he's been a wonderful friend of the show over the years, and I am thrilled he is back with me again tonight. Here on Next on the T. Hey Russ, how are you, my friend? Hey, good evening, Chris. I would uh, I would respectfully like to yield the rest of my time to Brandon and just let him continue to talk about putting, if that's all right <laughs> with you. <laughs> that's gold, isn't it? That stuff was fantastic. I didn't want that interview to end. As much as I love being on the show with you and uh, enjoy every moment that I'm with you. Uh, I was really uh, reluctant to have that end. I wanted to get some more information and just listen to more uh, information that Brandon was given. That was just fantastic. What a great interview. I appreciate that very much. Russ, I want to start our time tonight by getting an update on your daughter, Kayla. She's a heck of a player at the University of Tennessee. I saw she recently won the Sea Island Women's Amateur Championship, won by two strokes. Hit one of the prettiest six-iron shots you're ever going to see on the last hole. 
to six feet and then rolled that in for a, a two-stroke win. But talk about the tournament and how she's doing. Well, you gave me goosebumps there. I, I got to get the old uh, caddy shoes back on. And uh, as, uh, as, as, as caddy daddy, I guess you would call me, uh, I get to caddy four here and there. Uh, caddy four, four or five times this year and some USGA qualifying and whatnot. But uh, Sea Island was a magical week for, for Team Holden. Uh, she didn't have such a good week at the North-South the week before. Uh, missed the cut. Uh, hit the ball really well, but just uh, Pinehurst number two was her, her first experience there. And went into Sea Island, uh, worked really hard over the weekend, and uh, just just drove it magnificently. And uh, frankly, it was really something coming down the wire. Uh, you know, there's no scoreboards or anything like that. And my wife uh, was doing the online thing and kind of giving me hand signals. Kayla didn't really want to know where she was. She wanted to continue to just keep playing. And when we came to 18T, we thought it was, uh, we thought we were in a three-way tie at one under. Uh, we, we later found out that we actually had a one-shot lead. But, uh, Kayla, Kayla heard me talking to mom and, uh, she said, so we're going to need birdie here. And I said, yeah, an 18 at Sea Island's a pretty difficult driving hole. And she just, she just bombed it down the middle. It just, I was, I was, uh, probably the most impressed dad or coach, whatever you want to say that I've ever seen from her. And then uh, the girl in front of her, unfortunately, was, was having a tough tough go of it. She made a double or a triple, I think. And uh, we had to wait quite a long time. And finally, it was time for her to pull the trigger. And she hit a six iron. It was We had 166, I think it was, to the hole. And it was a frozen rope. It never, never left uh, the, the flag. And it was just absolutely beautiful and came down four or five feet just below the hole and uh she walked up and she later said she was shaking like a leaf and she just banged it right in the back of the cup and i was like son of a gun you just won the sea island women's am this is pretty cool deal and uh it was exactly what she needed in her in her confidence bank and uh, she's back at tennessee now and uh, having a great fall she's gonna play this weekend in medina up in chicago and uh, the illinois wow. tournament and we're looking forward to going up and watching it and I saw from a picture on Facebook, it looks like you guys celebrated the win by going to Bucky. Is that her place of choice? <laughs> well, that's Kayla's favorite place. Yeah, she lives to she lives to go to Bucky's, and uh, it was right after, if you remember, uh, uh, I, I think it was Matt Fitzpatrick won the, won the U.S. Open, and he was going to find out how much how much beer uh, it was actually Cam Smith. Excuse me, Cam Smith won. And he said he was going to see how much beer uh, went in that. Claret jug, so she made a little uh, she made a little mockery of that and said, "Well, we're going to try to find out how many Bucky's Nuggets fit in this uh, Sea Island Women's Amateur <laughs> Cup." And uh, it was uh, that was quite a quite a moment to that smile of her standing outside of Bucky's her favorite place. Everybody else wants to go to Chris Roos Chris or something like that for a big steak, and Kayla just wanted to go to Bucky's, so that was her favorite place. Good for her. And, folks, you can read all about Kayla's big win on AmateurGolf.com and an article written by Kevin Price. That article can also be found on our website, nextonthetee.net. And, Russ, your son, Brandon, also a heck of a player. About a month ago, he earned a spot in the PGA National Assistance Championship at the PGA Golf Club coming up next month. Talk about uh, Brandon's game and uh, where he's at. Brandon's quite a player. You know, he was uh... – he got drafted out of high school as a baseball player. He was a pitcher and got drafted by Pittsburgh and, and pitched in the Pirates organization for six and a half years and tore his rear labrum, uh, which ended his pitching career. And uh, dad's a golf pro and family of golf, and he played golf his whole life. Uh, 
but then uh, he went in the long drive and did that for a couple of years. He hit one 450 out of Mesquite in the oh, uh, uh, Remax uh, World Finals and uh, did, did quite a bit. But that's also very taxing on the body, and uh, he knew that that was just a short-term uh, thing. And uh, he went into the golf business and ended up uh, landing some terrific positions. He was the assistant at Baltusrol all over in Springfield, New Jersey. Uh, hosted a PGA Championship there, uh, there for I think five years, and now he's at the Appawamas Club up in Rye. Uh, got a great job up there and a wonderful club, uh, just right around the corner from Westchester. And uh, he's quite a player. Uh, he can he can move it still. He can really get it out there. Uh, I'm getting I'm getting shorter and shorter, and he's getting longer and longer it seems. But uh, he and Kayla uh, hit it past me now a long ways. And uh, but he's a good player. And he, he does very well up in the Met section and, and competes on a regular basis up there. And we're, we're delighted. Um, we moved to the PGA Golf Club, Port St. Lucie, and we're very thrilled to it's going to be a homecoming week for him. He's going to come and stay with us and uh, going to play the golf course right in our backyard. So we're really looking forward to the National Assistance Championship this year. And Russ, for people who haven't joined us before when you've been a part of the show, I want to talk about the great things that you're doing for our Wounded Military Heroes or your organization, Caddy for a Cure. Remind everybody about the great stuff that you're doing. Well, you know, as you mentioned, I had the great fortune of being able to caddy for one of the, you know, the greatest of all time, Bernhard Langer. Uh, he was a resident at my club where I lived at, or where I was working at Boca Raton. I was the head professional there, and we hit it off in the late 80s. Uh, and I started out as a secondary coach filling in for the late Willie Hoffman. Uh, Bernhard would come to, you know, Willie would come in for a couple of weeks in the wintertime. And, uh, and then he asked me to caddy for him, uh, crooked stick, as a matter of fact, uh, where John Daly won. And, uh, all the things that I had done in golf, Chris, my whole life, I'd never caddied once my whole life. <laughs> I just, it, it, it just something I never did. A lot of my friends, you know, went, went down that road and caddied to be able to play golf and whatnot. And I just, I just never did it. And, uh, here I was caddying in a major, you know, for at that time, number three in the world. And, with the likes of Seve Ballesteros and Greg Norman and Arnold Palmer and all those kind of people walking around. I, I was in seventh heaven and I, I really liked it. And uh, I filled in for, for the great Pete Coleman, Bernhard's long, long, long time caddy. And, uh, you know, it started a regular gig where I was filling in two, three, four weeks a year. Uh, and then in 2001, he asked me to uh, caddy for him full time. Pete resigned and uh, I was kind of in the right place at the right time, and I ended up caddying for Bernhardt for about six and a half years, and it was uh, it was a fabulous experience. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, we, we did we did had some pretty good experiences, and had a chance to win a couple of couple of majors. We had a chance to win the the Masters in 2004, and another chance to to win in, in St Andrews in 05 at St Andrew, you know, at, with the year Tiger won. But um, we had we had a great experience. But while I was at while I was doing that, I had a great idea that. You know, here I was walking down these fairways, and I felt a lot of envy. A lot of people were looking at me saying, boy, what I wouldn't give to trade places with him for a day. So my wife and I, Colleen, had an idea. Uh, we started Caddy for a Cure, and that would be an opportunity for the average golfer to be able to come inside the ropes and, and carry the bag for Bernhard Langer during a practice round or pro-am. And uh, the tour uh, gave us a very short leash up front. And uh, which then extended very quickly and, and very long and allowed us to continue that great work for 20 years. But uh, to your point on our wounded initiative, we were in 2005, we were down in San Antonio, then at La Cantera, uh, and right there with Brooke Medical Center and uh, the PJ Tour being 
incredibly military patriotic, walked six young men, Marines they were, uh, down the range, and, and all six of the young men had lost their legs. Um, and it was a chilling sight. Uh, they were they were like kids in a candy store watching all these great players hitting golf balls, and, and I just couldn't help but notice that those kids were about the same age as my son, Brandon, who was healthy, and, and I realized that those young men had raised their right hand for us uh, and given that, that big sacrifice and that big price, and they were going to spend the rest of their life like that. Um, and and we, we were standing there, and um, one of the guys on the range said, you know, just because these guys have had an accident doesn't mean that they still don't love to watch a golf ball be hit. And I had an idea that, you know, if Chris could come out and caddy for Bernhard Langer, why couldn't he be escorted by a wounded service member? So uh, we had that idea. We ran it by the tour. It took three megaseconds for the tour to say, yeah, we're on board with that. So it's been 17 years now we've been offering those experiences to our wounded. And uh, it's just provided some some incredible life memories and, and some life-changing memories in many ways and in several occasions, life-saving uh, experiences. So uh, we're, we're very, very honored and humbled. And uh, as you say, we've kind of morphed into a military initiative right now. And uh, it's definitely been on our heart that uh, we want to give whatever asset that we have, and that is golf at its highest levels. And, and we've been we've been thrilled to be able to do that. And take that a step further, Russ, because you've not only done those things, but you've provided some life-changing, I don't know if you call them events, gifts for some of our wounded veterans as well, things that have, like, you know, literally changed their lives. Talk about that. Well, yeah, we've, we've you know, we, we, we've had some, some thoughts where we want to think outside the box and what can we do more? You know, the caddy experiences are great and uh, it allows us to, you know, be able to meet these young men and women and, and be able to wrap our arms around them and start life friendships in many cases that we try our very hardest to stay in touch with all of them and continue to use golf to, to change their lives and make it better. We know that it's incredibly therapeutic and, and quite a respite to be able to get out there Win, lose, or draw, play well or play bad, it's always a good day on the golf course. Uh, and, and we've been able to, to do that very, very well. But uh, we were blessed to be able to give Lance Corporal Lyndon Ortiz a, a mortgage-free house uh, several years ago. Uh, we helped young, another young man at Green Beret, Randy Nance, over in Dallas. Uh, we helped him get a service dog. Um, and then really our biggest accomplishment to date uh, beyond that was when, when COVID hit. Um, you know, it shut everything down. It certainly shut our mission down, uh, being out on tour with the rules and regulations and just the the the, the weirdness of the pandemic. Um, we, we started thinking outside the box, and I had a dream for a long time. As you mentioned, I'm a PGA golf professional, and I, I miss the teaching aspect of that. And uh, I thought, well, why, why couldn't we do a golf camp? Uh, you know, nothing new, nothing, you know, really revolutionary in that respect. Or why, don't, why couldn't we bring a dozen wounded veterans in and, and treat them to a great week of golf and some instruction. But I wanted to add a little twist to it. I wanted to add some life coaching to it, really about the game of golf. Um, what I, what we did was we brought in a, a bunch of guest speakers um, to really proselytize the game of golf, why it's so great, why they should be playing, the places that you go, the things that you get to do, the people that you get to meet, the, the opportunities that golf presents is unlike anything else in life. And what we wanted to do was inspire these warriors to be able to continue to keep playing their golf. If they're new to the game, let's help you get a little bit better and enjoy a little bit more. If you're already playing, 
Um, we want you to continue to keep playing, bring those kids of yours into the game, bring your friends into the game, and continue to have that camaraderie out on the golf course. And we did our first Inspiring Warriors Golf uh, Week last year uh, in December in South Florida, and it was a brilliant success. We had uh, 12 guys in, and it was just uh, over the top. We had Gary Player got involved, Dennis Walters, a couple of World Golf Hall of Famers there got involved, Bob Ford uh, from Oakmont and Seminole got involved, Dr. Gary Wyron was involved, Dan Beaver, the trick shot artist, was involved. President Trump uh, welcomed us to his club in uh, West Palm Beach and treated us to an incredible day. And uh, he even came back and said hello to everybody. And it was just a great experience to see, uh, you know, the veterans uh, intermixing with Gary Player and Dennis Walters and President Trump. It was it was just over the top. Fantastic. And we've got our next one planned uh, coming up here the end of November. Uh, we've already got 12 uh, wounded guys all locked and loaded and ready to go. We're going to treat them here at the PJ Golf Club uh, in Port St. Lucie to another world-class week and hopefully do some real inspiration and some inspiring of these warriors. That's fantastic stuff, Russ. Kudos to to you and, and, and the inspiration that keeps coming to you to do more and more for our wounded heroes. It's, it's outstanding. So thank you so much for all that you do to give back. Um, you mentioned Dennis Walters, and, and I know we talked a little bit about Dennis the last time that you were on the show, you guys are good friends. Talk about your relationship with him and his, what he does to inspire thousands of people. Well, I just left Dennis a couple hours ago. I was with him down at his home down in Jupiter, and we did some practicing this afternoon. And, uh, you know, Dennis, Dennis, uh, his, his, his tagline or whatever is, if your dream doesn't work out, get a new dream. And uh, that was his... Uh, that was his motto when he got inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame. And, and those listeners that, that don't know who Dennis Walters is, go to DennisWalters.com. You need to see and hear his story. He was paralyzed in a tragic golf cart accident 48 years ago. And uh, people said he'd never play golf again. And uh, he aimed to prove him wrong. And He's done over 3,500 shows now around the world. And it truly is one of the most inspiring shows in all of golf. And he's just a fabulous guy. And incredible competitor and the USGA gave him a new dream uh, this year and uh, I am so thrilled that the United States Golf Association came up with the U.S. Adaptive Open. Uh, We all watched it on TV and Dennis was in the seated division and uh, it was his new lease on life. You know, he's done these shows and he loves doing them and they're great, but he misses that competitive nature that he has. You know, he was on his way to being one of the best players in the world before his accident. He was going to be on the PJ Tour. And this opportunity for him to compete was uh, was something that, that uh, I, was just amazing for me to stand back and watch. And I tried to help him as much as I could. Um, he's got hit balls off the ground again. Uh, he said it was his first tournament he's played in in 48 years. Uh, and, and he won his division. And uh, it, it was fabulous. And, you know, World Golf Hall of Famers, I've, I've had great fortune being around two of them now, uh, Bernhardt and, and Dennis. And they're identical in, in the sense that, that they're just incredibly competitive and that will to win is so strong. That will to compete um, at the highest levels is just so amazingly strong. There's Dennis out there this afternoon working on a short game. And, uh, you know, he hits it pretty good off the tee uh, and gets it around pretty well with his irons and fairway woods, doing better all the time. Uh, but the short game 
was really a struggle for him. And we've made some some drastic changes since the U.S. Open uh, with his putting style and with his short game. And he's out there. He grinded today for almost three hours out there, uh, chipping and putting. And, and and just it's just amazing to watch. At 73 years old, he's out there grinding like like Bernhard Langer, for that matter. For our listeners, if they, if they they are a wounded veteran. If they're if if they're family members of somebody who is a wounded veteran, they could really benefit from what you're doing at Caddy for a Cure. How can they get in touch with you guys? Absolutely, we got a great website, CaddyForACure.com. We spell it with a Y: C A D D Y F O R A C U R E dot com. CaddyForACure.com. Uh, go there, use the contact form, reach out to me. I'll I'll get right back with you. Um, you can read about our history, our 22-year history over there. You can read a lot of testimonials. You'll see a lot of the work we've done in the world of Fanconi anemia, uh, as well as all the wounded uh, victories that we've had. And uh, we'd be delighted to uh, to talk to you and, and, and see how we can be of assistance. Uh, our plan going forward is we're probably going to ramp up the Inspiring Warriors Golf feature of, of our program. Uh, caddy experiences are going to continue uh, probably on a lesser level. Uh, than what we have maybe 10 years ago or so, probably not doing 20, 22 events a year. But uh, they'll be there. They'll be sporadic, but they'll they'll be around here and there. Uh, but we're going to really ramp up this Inspiring Warriors. It gives us such an opportunity to get inside of, of, of these guys' hearts and their minds. And we don't do anything medicinal. We're not trying to pull out any demons or anything like that. Uh, this is just a good old-fashioned week of, of fun, golf, and camaraderie. And again, the, the the mission is clear: inspiring warriors, and that's what we're trying to do. Fantastic stuff, Russ. How can they also take a look at what you're doing on social media? Stay up to date with you there as well, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, where have you? For sure, yeah, it's the same thing. Caddy for a cure. We're we're uh, at Caddy for a cure on everything. C a d d y f o r a c u r e. Love to have some uh, post likes and things like that and some comments. But uh, uh, we, we've been so fortunate and so blessed. You know, when we started this thing out, Chris, um, we, we just wanted to help. Uh, we didn't have any idea. If you'd have told me 22 years ago that we were going to be sitting here having this conversation tonight like we are on on, 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 on the World Wide Web and, and talking to all these people, uh, I would have laughed at you. We just We just set out to try to help, and we just kind of let it go where it went. And in retrospect, looking back, it's been wonderful. It's been hard. It, you know, there were many times that we laid awake at night looking at the ceiling, thinking, are we doing the right thing? And yet we'd hear a story about a young man who was going to take his own life. And we realized that this is exactly where we're supposed to be and exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And we're going to keep on keeping on. And uh, we've had many situations like that where, you know, just when we think we're ready to throw in the towel, um, something else comes up and we just look at each other, my wife and I, and she, like I said, we just got to keep on loving on them. And, uh, that's what we tried to do. God bless you, Russ. That's so wonderful. My friend, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule to come back and be a part of the show. I always love getting to spend time with you. I hope you'll come back, update us more on what's going on with, uh, Inspiring Warriors Golf and the great things you're doing with Caddy for a Cure. It's important work, and you're wonderful for doing it. Chris, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you and all the work you're doing. I love watching you shoot up the list on the podcast, uh, greatest hits or whatever you want to call it, the hit list. 
Um, you you certainly deserve it. You do you do your homework very well and great person to speak with is so calming and everything and I just love your show. I love listening to all the great guests that you have on here and, and good luck to you and, and blessings to you as well for continuing to do what you do. I appreciate you, Russ. Take care. All the best to you and your family. Look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thanks, Chris. Cheers. See you, Russ. That is the great Russ Holden. Again, Caddy for a Cure, C-A-D-D-Y-F-O-R-A-C-U-R-E is the site. And folks, Inspiring Warriors Golf, heartfelt for assisting service members. That's what it says on their website. Inspiring Warriors through the great game of golf. How great was that? We just set out to help people. And they went through and they executed at a tremendous level. The great things that they are doing and the money they are raising for our wounded heroes and the, you know, the opportunity to caddy for a PGA tour or a legend. I know some folks got to go out there and caddy for Jack Nicholas. How great would that be? And he made that all come to pass and he continues to refine and think of new and more inspiring ways to assist our wounded heroes. Doesn't get any better than that, folks. What a wonderful man. What a wonderful family. And I look forward to catching up with Russ and hearing more about what he is doing, hopefully, like I say, very, very soon. All right, folks, it is time for me to put a bow on this episode of Next on the Team. My sincere thanks go out again to Rob Strano, Keith Hirschland, Brandon Stooksbury, and Russ Holden for joining me tonight. And like I say, next week, we're going to close out season number nine. And I always put a lot of thought into Who should be the last voices you hear at the end of our seasons? And I want to leave you certainly on a high note, positive words, things from great people that you can really take with you into the off season. So joining me next week are, of course, our resident director of instruction, Tom Patry, is going to be back. Got to close it up by hearing from TP one more time. Our good friend and the host of Backspin Golf, Matthew Lawrence, is going to be here. You know how much I love Matthew. Another great friend and two-time Players Champion and 1983 PGA Champion, Hal Sutton, is going to be back. And then we'll close it out with the former president of HBO Sports, now head of his own production company, Ross Greenberg, will be here. So it's going to be a great show, folks. I hope you come back and be a part of it with us. You can listen to this show as a podcast on just about every major podcasting app out there. You're going to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Acast, Google Podcasts, Audioboom, Player.fm, Podbean. Folks, if you've got a favorite podcasting app, we're on that one too, I'm sure. Just type in Next on the T in the search bar. You'll probably find us there as well. Like I say, please continue to check out our website, nextonthetea.net, for any special segments that we do over the offseason and to stay up to date as we build our guest schedule for next year. And we also give you links to recent episodes or individual guest segments. So whether you've got 20 minutes or two hours, you're going to find great free content available for you there on our website. Folks, thank you all again for choosing to listen to this show tonight. I know you've got a lot of great golf podcasts out there to choose from. I am very thankful that you continue to make Next on the T one of them. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends.